We're starting starting a three-part mini-series today on one of the most unique tools in the Full Focus Planner. You can tell us more really good verbs because about it. But I can't be the judge. We need some people, native speakers, because on um, the Great British Baking Show or Bake Off, as it is named there, they tried to do an American accent. And yes. they were like, that's pretty good. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> it's terrible. It's they very make it funny. sound like cowboys. Do you know what they call aubergine in America? What? Eggplant. Eggplant. Do you want some eggplant in your burger? That's a great American accent. <laughs> I want a French fries with a hamburger, please. <laughs> we're starting a three-part miniseries today <laughs> down here in the USA. <laughs> Get your barbecue and your apple pie and join us. Yeehaw! I'd listen to that show though, so let's not let's not throw that out. Verbs and I are really excited because we're going to be talking about one of our favorite tools. And rather than trying to cram everything we love and want to talk about regarding the weekly preview, we are going to be doing it over the course of three episodes. It is. You know, I've for two and a half years, Verbs, we're like, how many episodes in a row can we get about the weekly preview? It's here. They finally agreed to let us just yes. unleash the weekly preview love. Yes. And this week specifically, we are going to be starting by talking about setting your weekly objectives. Uh, we call them your weekly big three. And we've said many times before that this is really the most important part of your weekly preview, although we could probably debate some other things that would be in consideration. But it's really the part of the system that drives achievement, this weekly big three. We're going to be covering that first, again, because it's a really important piece of the system. And... Your weekly preview, the way it's set up, it's at the end because there are pieces and questions that kind of set you up, get you in the right headspace to select your weekly big three. But anytime I do the onboarding webinar, Verbs and I do the onboarding webinar together, we always tell people, if that's too overwhelming, if you've never done the weekly preview, just start by setting your weekly big three. Skip everything else. So again, the weekly big three is to your week what the daily big three is to your day. You set them by weighing three considerations, and we're going to go over those three considerations today to help you have a great weekly big three. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Courtney Baker, ready to get into it. Happy Monday to you, Courtney, and happy Monday to you, Nick. Well, happy Monday. (laughs) This is very exciting. Happy Monday, sir. Sometimes, Nick, I just feel like we should introduce you out of the gate because for everybody listening, 
you are uh, you are the one consistent. You are always here. Always no, here. no one is ever recording without Nick. Well, you know, what what you guys don't realize is that I actually never leave this like virtual recording room. So I just live in this room <laughs> and wait and just I'm like waiting. I love what like you get into the place. Yeah. Like a dog, so, like a, waiting for their owner to come back. I just I'm like waiting for someone to pop in. Herbs, and I, what if we found out that like Nick wasn't actually a person? He was just AI. An AI you know, a. that you learned like that. The reason I feel so connected to Nick about like we were born in the same year, mm-hmm. you know, we have you know, we have a lot of things in common. Actually, that was just the AI reflecting back to me. You know, it was just like coded in there. That would that would make uh the times we've been in person sort of difficult. <laughs> but I don't know it, though. That's wait, where the world is hidden. That well, okay, so let's how about this? Maybe I was real at one point. <laughs> And now I'm AI. So I'm actually, uh, the real Nick is actually out, like, golfing or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Nick just and here. Tupac somewhere on the island. That's yeah. right. I'm Nick, hologram I Nick. Do, I'm pretty and sure I'm not, I haven't actually been in person with you since 2020. The Famously, the, it was the last thing that I did before the world shut down mm-hmm. was yeah. spend a morning in a room uh, with, so with the Courtney. Yeah, with That's Courtney right. and, and Blake <laughs> and Courtney. I'm sure I've said this before, but. Courtney, like an hour in, like was like looking at her phone, something, and goes, "Wait, this is like a big deal." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, "We're shutting down tomorrow." Yeah, yeah, like watching it occur to Courtney in real time was something that is like a key part of my story about the pandemic. Was I was mm-hmm. in this room, Courtney was like, "I think this is a big deal. It's like really happening. They're closing this, and that was it. Yeah. And now here we are." And I have recordings I on my phone that I did from that day that I was like, hey, we might could use these on social. So I and we were just so happy. We just were so naive. You know, I keep like looking at us like laughing at each other, like, oh <laughs> you you three had no idea no. what was about hey, to happen. I was already at home with a box of masks ready for <laughs> you. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. The first sign of it, I was just like, Hey, let's not play with it. But. I tried to buy a, a mask or hand sanitizer on the way from St. Louis to Nashville and couldn't. Like, I, because uh, I, the world was changing while I was in the car that night. Wait, anyway, we don't talk about it later. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's talk about the considerations we should weigh while setting the weekly big three, everybody. All right. I'll jump in. Consideration number one is importance. Without a plan, we always end up in reaction mode. Um, we're responding to what feels the most urgent instead of slowing down and really begin to consider what's important. Now, if you're setting your weekly big three, you should be considering what will be the biggest gains, the highest leverage task on your plate that you need to accomplish this week and whatever other high level priorities that you may have. So don't let the important be sacrificed just because there's something that's urgent that's on your plate that's coming your way. The time that you take to designate what those important things are, the higher probability that you'll stick to those throughout the week when these urgent things come knocking on your door. The second consideration is urgency. You can't just be like, yeah, I'm doing the important things and that's all I'm going to do. You know, in a perfect world, that would be great. That's unfortunately, that's just not reality. Importance matters more, but urgency matters too. And understanding that the urgency of a task or an objective 
how that is going to shape what you plan and how you plan to complete it. It also gives you a chance to plan your week around urgent deadlines rather than having an unrealistic expectation for what you can complete as you work down to the wire. You know, I I see this a lot of times where it's consideration for importance is so great. You plan your weekly big three only thinking about importance and then it's just, you can't ever get to those things because you haven't accounted for the things that are due or, or urgent for you to get done. So it's a very important, sometimes underutilized in the weekly big three view. See, I have the opposite problem, which I think is a lot of people. I don't think I'm mm, interesting, special, which is that I'm like, I sit down and do my weekly preview and I have, I go, I know, I already know what needs to happen this week because I'm thinking about it, blah, 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 blah. And the urgent is always the thing that I have to fight against. So I'm really, it's yeah. a, it's nice to see that importance is listed first because I do think that that's difficult well, for people. Is that, so Nick, I hear you on that. And, you know, as you go through the steps with the weekly preview, part of the reason you're thinking about your wins, you're thinking about what worked, what didn't work. The reason you're reading through your goals is actually to help your brain think about the things that are important, not just the urgent. And so I'm just curious when you, so even when you go through those steps, your brain still says, I got it. The urgent uh, becomes number one. Well, I just think it, it's you know it's a weird mental space where you have to go I I just know this has to get done right you go I this has to happen like I got to fill out all these forms and I'm gonna have to go to this appointment and do the, like and so and prepare for that so you're like all in on that and so it I have to really back off and go I can still do that like I, I don't yeah. this isn't I can still do those things I don't have to write that as a as a weekly big three necessarily. Well, and I would say if I was coaching you in this moment, please, <laughs> which I am because no one's going to stop me unless you <laughs> edit it out later, which I will hear, um, is to say, yeah, those things could still be, maybe weekly big three, but can you retain at least one of them that is something that lands squarely in the important but not urgent? Yeah, I really try to shoot for if I'm in a situation where I know, like I'm trying to go on vacation here. And so mm-hmm. I know that my, it's a lot of urgent stuff happening, but I'm generally, I might give one of my weekly big three to like an urgent thing for that mm-hmm. week. And then I try to focus the other two on the important stuff. Important, yeah. not that it's not, meaning that it's connected directly to my, my goal, my larger goals. Mm-hmm. So just for clarity though, guys, so we're saying there are tasks that can be both, right? Important Absolutely. and urgent. And it would be okay to put those onto our, our weekly big three. Not just okay verbs. Smart. Yeah, I mean, we should put those on our weekly big three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, those are the easiest. If you've got something that rises to the level of a weekly big three that's both urgent and important, absolutely. It's just you don't want it to become where every weekly big three is just urgent things. It's just sure. things that like you have to get done. And so you're never making progress on your your goals or you know things that fall into that important but not urgent realm. Sure. Um, that you may be easy to slip into. And vice versa. Like if you, you're you not taking into consideration the urgent things and you're consistently only putting things that are important and then each week you're frustrated because you're like, I never get done with my mm-hmm. weekly big three. 
most likely it's because you aren't considering the urgent. So there's a lot of nuances of like knowing yourself and kind of how you lean, kind of Nick to your point of like, I usually end up with all the urgent or I, you know, I'm a perfect, I'm not speaking for myself here. I'm a perfectionist and I always have important things, you know, and never any, any consideration for the urgent of, you know, just examining, you know, where your weekly big three are falling. All right, let's do consideration number three, which is feasibility. So your weekly big three should be realistic. Now, your goals are risky, but your weekly big three should be completely doable. Now, if you have too much happening, this is the moment to reassess and reprioritize. Again, just as we spoke about in consideration number two, there's some things you're going to have to sort through um, regarding the important and the urgent and figure out what those things are. That way you can properly place your top three high-level priorities in your weekly uh, big three. You can't do it all. I'll say it again. You can't do it all. So don't uh, focus on trying to get everything done, but on getting the right things done. You know, I think one tip here with keeping things feasible is just writing down your weekly big three as actionable. Same, you know, recently we just had an episode all about verb, you know, making it an action verbs. Okay. Always supposed to remember verbs, even when you're writing your weekly big three, because that's going to help you actually achieve them. I want to say that I think this is obviously part of the full focus system. It is how it is designed, but I do feel like it's worth repeating because I, my, I, it's not that I don't, it's not that I forget this, but it is something to keep top of mind is that your annual goals, when you design them using the smarter framework, one of the steps is that they are in fact risky. And that comes with a sense of like push that you're going to stretch to achieve them. And then when you get there, you're going to feel so good because you didn't think you could or whatever, but that your weekly big three are very doable, right? Because you've taken your large goals and chopped them down into very manageable bite-sized pieces. You're not eating the whole elephant at once. You're just yes. taking one bite at a time. That is right. As a reminder, these three considerations are importance, urgency, and feasibility. And I'm just reminded as we go through these, James Clear, when he talks about productivity, his definition is thinking intentionally about your work. And it's part of the reason that I love the weekly preview so much. In my opinion, this step is one of the most productive things you do all week. And you're not actually executing anything. You are just thinking intentionally about the work that you're going to do for the next week. And these three considerations are really key to do that successfully. So this week, do the weekly preview and use these three considerations. I think you'll be much more successful at completing them at the end of the week. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is, where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. 
Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Okay, Courtney, I'm popping in the show. I'm the producer of the show. I can do whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) It is so true. And you can make a sound however you want. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I listen back and I think, ah, Nick, you're supposed to cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes it's fun. So it stays in. But um, I want to talk to you today about, look, I look at you as an organized person, an intentional person. And I want to talk to you a little bit about dinner. Okay. Yes. Let's talk dinner. So one of the things that I've been on uh, as a journey in general, I think people who listen to the show know, is I don't know if I've ever taken my day and really quite broken down the things that I just do out of habit and the things that I'm doing intentionally. Mm -hmm. And dinner is one of those things for the last year and a half, maybe, that we've been toying around. How do we eliminate the stress around dinner? Dinner Mm -hmm. is a, you've got to feed people. Every yeah. every day you've got to – so there's all these steps. You have to know what you're going to make. You have to have the stuff that you've got to know when you're going to do it. You have to know how you're going to store it. There's all these things, and, and, and if you don't do it quite right, it can really start to, like, get on top of you in the same way that laundry can. If you don't take yeah. care of it every day, suddenly you're struggling, and two days later you're yeah. you you're, you're bad. So Which, by the way, side note – we had a massive freeze here in Nashville, mm. and our pipe froze for our wash machine. Oh, no. Washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> that was very Southern. <laughs> Washing <laughs> machine. Yeah. Washing. And I couldn't do laundry for like a whole week, and it took so long to get out of that hole. And the whole time I was like, this is why we do it every day. We're so brilliant. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, the it was your idea. I love my everyday laundry at this point. Mm-hmm. But in that situation, I probably would have sent it out to get done. I know. I, I actually thought about it like after I was through the torture that I thought, why didn't I just send this out? <laughs> yeah, just like once or twice a year is totally great in a busy season. It's because we were on so, Christmas break and I didn't see you to tell me the answer. Uh, that was the problem. That's true. <laughs> it's like, get it. Uh, they'll come get it. And then they'll bring it back to you folded. Yes. It's pretty great. Yes. Okay. So talk to me about dinner. How do you guys know what you're making? Okay. Like how do you, what's your, pl- how do you plan your dinner? Listen, I have experimented because I agree. This is a major pain point. All right. So let me tell you about the things I've experimented with. There's a great book called Cook Once, Eat All Week, um, where you do all the prep at the beginning of the week. You essentially cook most of it. And then like night of, you're kind of just putting pieces together and like baking. That worked pretty well for a while. But as I had a younger child in the house, it's just a big prep time. Sure. Um, she, she actually has an updated book called Cook Once Dinner Fix. 
um, which isn't even updated. I think she's like, this is the even better way to do it. What is, what is that? That premise is basically one meal. You cook once and it provides two meals. So it would be like the meal for tonight and the meal for tomorrow night. Um, so like, for example, you might make um, a chicken soup the first night mm. and then tomorrow night that chicken and some of the vegetables would be chicken tacos. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like a totally different second meal. But it cuts in half a lot of your prep time. Um, I've also done where each quarter I would sit down and come up with all the recipes that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And then what the ingredient list were for each week. And I would rotate through. So when it would come time to go to the grocery store, I would just pull my list for the week. I would know what recipes that we were doing and um, have that ordered. That honestly was probably the most successful. But once I had Ellis in the mix, once I had a baby, even that felt like I need to streamline this even more. And I went back to something that I hadn't used in a long time. I'm so excited. And if you recall, at the beginning of last year, part of my goal was to try being vegetarian for a month. Hmm. And during that season, I started um, using HelloFresh again, Hmm. but the vegetarian meals. And we had done HelloFresh like – Years and years back when it like kind of first came on the scene, and I remember it was okay then, guys. We have loved it, and let me tell you what is so helpful for us. You pull up, you know, they come in like a you know like a brown paper bag. It's like folded up. It's got the label on it. the The recipe sheets like we have a certain spot where they sit in our kitchen. So that anybody in the household can just be like, oh, it's time to cook dinner. They go grab the sheet. They grab the brown paper bag and get to work. Hmm. So even previously, it was still hinging on me. They would have to be like, hey, what is tonight? You know, like, Hmm. where's that thing? Do we have this? And so it just cut out some of those extra things. If I'm not there. Dinner can happen, you know, seamlessly. You know, it's so easy. There's no phone call. There's no text message. And so that's what we've been doing really for the last year. Um, And it has been really fantastic for us. Now, I will say this disclaimer, both of my girls are great eaters um, to the note that like my two-year-old will eat dog food like on a daily basis if we did not. to be clear, you're not feeding your two-year-old dog food i am not feeding her dog food but she will go to the dog's bowl and just start like but like she loves like things like i've never seen small children like like just tomatoes just eat i don't want that straight tomato yeah it's like pistachios are her like all-time favorite thing it's just she's a very i'm like you go yeah you go you go girl um so i do put that disclaimer but my children I would say 85%, which I think is a pretty great batting average, love the meals. That's interesting. I've done HelloFresh, and we might be in a season of life and like experience level that perhaps it would work for us. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was wasting food. Like I, w- I would feel like behind. It just was sort of a mess. But I, it makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, we're not sponsored by HelloFresh yet. 
Uh, yes, but if they would like <laughs> yes, to, that would be course. great. I will say this is my strategy is we have to get through our meals before we will go out to mm. eat. Smart. And so because sometimes you're just like, I'm just tired. I just don't feel like even though it's honestly pretty easy, I just don't feel like it. If we kind of reset that like, hey, we've got to do these meals before we're going to go sure. out to eat. It really takes that feeling of like having too much away for us. So that's what's worked. I mean, if you're listening, there's like, I think, three different options sure. there to look into. If you're thinking of ways to streamline Well, dinner. let me tell you a little bit about, I'm thinking about this because we've, look, we got the laundry. We got the dishwasher doing the dishwasher thing. And now we've really been focusing on just our meal planning. And we've got a yeah. couple like apps, a couple things that people could think about or consider. Um, and honestly, I was more involved in the first app. Actually, my wife sent me, I was like, tell me about this other one. So I have notes from her over here. But for a while, we're using a, an app called Emails, which has a, it's basically like HelloFresh, except your doing the buying of stuff. So yes. you go like, here's our meals for the week. And so like, do you want this? Do you want this? And if, as you select a meal, it's like chicken tacos or, you know, a uh, chili or whatever you put it in your cart. And then what it does is it takes all the ingredients and exports it to Instacart if you want. And so now it's like, you yes. should get this, you should get this. And then either you can have Instacart deliver, or you just have the grocery list for yourself and that was really fun. And so we got a lot of fun recipes that we really like, like a, like an Asian beef that we, our child loves. And um, so we were doing that for a while and that was pretty great. But now recently we feel like we have like a bunch of recipes we like and that we're comfortable with. And so Ashley has been using an app called Paprika. Are you familiar with this? No. So it has a browser inside, Paprika. <laughs> and... You can take your recipes and copy them and put them in the app, and it will then sort through your ingredients for you. And Very also, cool. actually, um, you can help you create like a calendar. Like I have a shared calendar right now with Ashley that has our our meals for the next month, I think, on it. Yes. And um, what's really cool, so this doesn't integrate with Instacart in the same way, but what's really nice is I had to go to the grocery store, and she sent me a list that was from Paprika that was organized by grocery section which was great. And That's it was like, nice. here's your dairy, here's your produce, mm -hmm. here's your grains, here's your whatever. And so that's been really great. And what we've been doing is we've just been doing um, monthly prep right now, just like planning. Yeah. And that's been going well. So I just want to, for a while, we were really, I felt like white knuckling our, our, di our dinners and like, what do you want? And, oh, now it's five o'clock and there's no plan. And the yeah. child has to study for a test. And then I got to finish a thing. It's been a mess. So Trying to minimize that. And the other thing we've been doing, in fact, I was meeting with Joel yesterday and I I was like, I'm going to go, I'll, I'm going to make dinner. It was like 3.30. So that's the other thing I've been doing is making dinner early or whenever it's, we're available and then it's just there when we're yeah. So that's that's the other thing. So those just things to think about. If people have a thoughts on this, they can you know, let us know in the Facebook community. Like, Oh, I am sure there How are so many great thoughts in the Facebook. I'm ready. So yes. if you combine this with the dishwasher and you're you're ready to go. <sighs> Let us know about how you're getting through your dinners in the Facebook community. We'll put a post up. And uh, this is another edition of Nick gets to talk about whatever he wants. So thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for joining me, Courtney. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Nick. <laughs> 
Today's tip to level up your focus is write down your weekly big three for the upcoming week. Just as Courtney mentioned, do it with some intentionality and make sure you get them listed down to help you out and set you up for a great week next week. Thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. Um, But before I go on verbs, Nick, um, last week we had a bunch of clients in for Business Accelerator, our small business owner coaching program. And I had dinner with some clients and Heidi, who I did not know, she stopped me after dinner and just said, I just want to tell you, I, this podcast has meant so much to me. I just love it so much. You're truly an inspiration. I just love the team, what y'all share. It was really her entryway to learn about this planner, all the things. And it was so, I mean, guys, so kind. I can't even say the nice things that she said because they were like so nice. I can't repeat them without it sounding like I'm bragging because Lord knows I, don't, I barely know what I'm doing half the time. That's not true. That, I, I now I'm like belittling myself. Um, but, Stop it. Uh, it just made me think that maybe there are more people out there like Heidi that love this show. And if you do, it is really helpful if you will leave a five-star review. It's how more people find out about the show, like Heidi, who literally would say that this has helped change her life. So if you would do that, that would be awesome. We would love it. And in case you were worried, don't be, because we will be back next Monday with another great episode. Until then, stay Stay focused. focused. (laughs) I sound really mean that time. Hey. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.